Hi, I'm Andy Chanley from 88.5 The SoCal Sound, and this is a SoCal Sound session with the Watkins Family Hour, joined today by Sarah and Sean. Thanks for joining us. Thank Our you. Pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, for people that are watching this, uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to go downstairs and they're going to perform for some of the subscribers to the radio station. Can't wait for it. Uh, but I want to get some other things out of the way first. Uh, some business right up front. New album, Volume yeah. 2, just out. Um, and I know you had a, a party for it last night. We want to talk about that. And uh, you've been hearing the song uh, Hypnotize, the Tune Yards cover on 88.5 here lately. Um, let's start with, well, let's start with Largo uh, in general. It's been 20 years. You've sure been has. showing up at Largo now. And it's become, I mean, 20 years as an institution. And it doesn't show any signs of slowing down. It, it's just neat that you found a way to do what you love with people that you love. And it, it's, it's like that old adage, find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. It seems like that's what you've dialed in. I yeah. feel, like Sean was saying the other day, like we feel so lucky that Largo has been around for that long. Like there aren't a lot of places, there are, there are you know, residents, longstanding residencies in like every major city um, and probably small town. But um, it's hard to find a place that, that will is able to stay open and has the the strength and like the the dedicated audience that that Largo does and um, so we feel I mean like very lucky to have an opportunity to have do something for so long and the fact that it's Largo with a place that's so much with so much culture and such a great um, such a great community of of like comedians and musicians around that place um, we were so lucky just to be invited into the fold when yeah. we were. Flanagan has um, curated this amazing uh, scene, a musical, like Sarah was saying, musical comedy um, community, and um, and you know we have to give him credit for that because he, you know, he's just been so supportive over the years, and and um, yeah, and you know, it's been the exact same since the time we started. Like he's like, I want you to experiment, try new songs, um, bring new people in, guests. You can't. You you can't fail. It's it's all going to be good, you know. And that's that, so that's cool. a very very rare. It's just he's a unicorn. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, uh, of course, it's way before my time, but uh, the Palomino mm -hmm. in North Hollywood. Hearing stories about uh, you know John Fogerty and Bob Dylan and George Harrison just showing up and getting on stage and right. playing, and people didn't bother them. You know, they yeah. didn't go up and, and hound them. And for, the Troubadour, for that matter. Right. Like yeah. so much yes. history at these places, and. Largo doesn't have that history. It's not. It hasn't been around for more than like thirty years total. But, but the consistency of having Flanagan there, I think, mm -hmm. is makes, and whoever, whatever makes a scene, at all of those places, you know, like there's definitely one there, and and we're lucky to be a part of it. Yeah. Last night you had the album release party for Volume Two uh, there. Uh, quickly tell me what kind of fun that was. It was. Such a blast! I, I who, got, who got up on stage with you? To play? Uh, our guests were—they're um... mostly people who are, who are on the album, mm -hmm. not the fullest of people on the album, but um, whoever was around. And um... yeah, Jackson Brown, uh, Madison Cunningham, Willie Watson, and Glenn Phillips were our, our guests. And David Garza. David Garza, yeah. And um, you know, we have a pool of uh, of musicians uh, who we have in the band, and it, it's to that point now where there's like maybe ten people. You know, there's like three drummers that know the songs. There's like a couple bass players. And so depending on who's in town, who's off tour, 
Um, it's basically a bar a gig. Yeah. Is we're basically a bar band, but the audience listens. So you can play you can play with more dynamics and the and the the band the people musicians on stage can listen to each other rather than just like a noisy bar where you right. have to just like play loud and keep going and hit the choruses every time. Like it's a bar band, but it's quiet. <laughs> so we have the freedom and the consistency yeah. of this, like these common feels and these common material, like whether it be something that the guests happened to write or, uh, or just something they wanted to try out yeah. or, um, you that's, know. that's the thing we love about it. It's a mix of, of, of a formal setting and, and this beautiful old theater. Um, the, the, the mixed with the freedom that we're given to just like Sarah said, you know, basically to have a pickup band and, um, not a pickup band, but it's, it, you know, it's, um, we prepare as much as we can, but there's a lot of stuff that happens on the fly and that's just part of, uh, we're encouraged to do that, which is so nice. It's yeah. not like we have to show up with a very polished show every time. Um, it, it's pretty incredible though. The, the cast of people that now, I mean, you call friend, but you know, anyone walking in on a given night and be like, that's, that's so-and-so and that's yeah. Jackson Brown. And that, I mean, it's, it has to be. Here's what I would do. I would uh, advertise in uh, airline magazines for tourists. Don't go to Disneyland. When you go to L.A., go to Largo, and you're sure to see some incredible musicians uh, yeah. know, face-to-face. I know. When I meet people who live in L.A. and who've lived here for a while that haven't been to Largo, I'm like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big city. There's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, there is, but but it's such a special. <laughs> there's no place like it. It's It's amazing. Let's talk about volume two real quick. Uh, and some of the people that you just named are, are on there. Uh, cameos from Jackson Brown and Gabby Moreno and Willie Watson of Old Crow Medicine Show you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Madison Cunningham. Um, and I, I love the songs that you you picked to do uh, for this. Like uh, Ernest Tubb, Thanks a Lot. Yeah. Uh, old classic uh, with John Bryan. The Patty Page classic, Tennessee Waltz with uh, Ben Montage playing piano. Uh, another Ernest Tubb, Remember Me, uh, I'm the One Who Loves You, or Dean Martin, depending on how old you are, uh, with Fiona Apple. A zombie song with Lucius, yeah. uh, The Way I Feel Inside. It's such a, a fun collection of of old country and pop. Is it in Anything Goes? If anyone brings anything in, is it, is it fair game? Or yeah. are there certain things that you're like, eh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're open to any idea, but I, I think from our point of view, what's fun is to pair up people with songs that might not be super up their alley, you know, and, and the people that we have love to learn new, new styles and new songs. And, you know, like Fiona Apple singing on a country song is a, is a wonderful thing. But it's not like, yeah, I mean, she, she was singing country songs when we met her. Like, it's not like we're introducing these people to these things. Like these are, no, these but, people, the, the, like the list of musicians are, we're not introducing anything new to them. This is just like, an opportunity to mess around on something they might not do in their day job. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to be, cause we did, we didn't really met, talk about the band people who were there. Like I mentioned that it's a bar band and I failed to mention that it's just like the world's greatest musician. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to demean. It's a bar no, band. I, I caught it's the a, irony. No, it's, I, it's, I mean, it's a, it's the, a bar the band. Jackson, Jan, the, yeah, Jackson Brown's in your bar band. Is, yeah. Is, I mean, it's amazing. a bar band in that we, we throw it together based on who's around. Uh, but it, that's the only thing. It, the musicianship is is just incredible, and we, we feel so grateful for, well, for those people. And that's it. I think people show up and people gravitate towards you because they know that it's all going to be about songcraft and and not about ego. 
and it's just going to be coming together to to do these songs that yeah maybe old country songs but they're really folk songs at at heart and, yeah. and very you know simple songs to to perform but difficult songs to perform well yeah i think that's something that we we saw happening immediately when we started going to largo and seeing shows and seeing like you know john bryan was doing his friday night thing there and it was an incredibly rangy uh, a bunch of guests that he would have up any given night. And he was spectacular, still is, at like finding the material that we're like in the Venn diagram of musicianship, like what, where's the overlap? Where, what's the common right. ground? Yeah, with five people on stage, he can find, he can he knows where their, where their overlap is. And- Which is why the first night that, that I think we were on stage with Fiona, we, didn't, we hadn't met her, and John... Um, John suggested walking after midnight, which is oh yeah, like like it was it was incredible and it was completely eye opening. I'd never seen a performance of that song, um, like she delivered. And uh, when you change the context of the song, she was talking about this yesterday. That like Tennessee Waltz at a bluegrass festival is not going to be played because it's just a it's just a cliche. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautiful song. If you change the context right. a little bit you can remember what a beautiful song it is, right? Yeah. It's like... You see it through a new lens. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. the context being we're playing with, you know, Ben Montench of Tom Petty, the Heartbreakers at a, at a, a club in, in Hollywood with people who aren't necessarily tired of the song at all, you know, or maybe some yeah. of them haven't heard like, it. They might be and hearing so it for the first time. It's because we're in this this city that's so un-bluegrassy that yeah. we're able to sort of, you know, you know, uh, capitalize on that a little bit and... and and it's and, it's really fun to, to play these songs that are so beautiful. Like Sarah said, that you can't, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't. People would clap and they'd be like, "Okay, great, that's that's pretty." Um, and also, we play them differently here than totally. we would anywhere else because yeah. the the like the room changes the the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're on tour, that happens too. Like you know, depending on what kind of room you're playing, a song will take can take on a whole different life if you let it. Yeah, I mean, and also if a, if an audience, if a song is new for an audience, then it becomes new for us too. Yeah, right. Because you're seeing it through their yeah, eyes, well, and, like and you sing it differently that yeah. because of that. Right, right. Well, when you're playing guitar, for example, uh, and it's just the two of you, you're probably going to play more notes than if someone else is joining you on guitar, and you can split the parts up a little bit. Is that not true? Or? Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, you you definitely have with playing as a duo, you you, you have to. You're playing more of a, you know, obviously two people have bigger roles. Uh, if you're playing in a band with four people, the guitar sort of fades off and you you kind of are more of a supportive role. Um, but once the, the two of us were pretty active and we when we arrange songs for to play as a duo, we, we think of it differently than, than as a band. You know? Right. All right, I want you guys to tell the future here a little bit. Um, we're looking at December 3rd for the Christmas show at the Soraya. Yeah. Uh, just next to 885's uh, studios at Cal State Northridge. What can people expect? I know it's early. I know you probably have a lot of plans, and I know that the uh, the house band can change from time to time. Yeah. But uh, you've done celebrations like this before. What can we expect for the uh, the Christmas show at the Soraya? It's it's always a fun show. At, at, like we we generally play a holiday show at Largo. Uh, we've never taken it on the road before by playing it some elsewhere but it's always special. And so, I mean, it's generally a, a somewhat of a curtain call from, from the year's guests. And um, 
and we'll have been fresh off the road, so there'll be there'll be some. Um, it'll be it'll like we'll, we'll know what we're doing. A yeah, bit. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully not too much, but no. It's always uh, you know there's a lot of people that are home for the holidays right. and. Uh, and so it's kind of a fun get together for people that are, are, aren't going to see their family or, um, and also it, it can feel like a Christmas party. For it us feels like a Christmas party. And, and usually it's, you know, it's, it just ends up being a lot of, a lot of people. And, um, we end up usually with, you know, a multitude of options for songs and people to do things. So, um, yeah, it's it's a ways off, but it's we're we're definitely looking forward to, to planning it and um, yeah. and and to, to do it in a new a new space. It's, it's a beautiful be, room. It's a beautiful yeah. facility. Really, it really, mm-hmm. really is. Uh, and I just looked online a little bit ago. Like tickets start at thirty six bucks. Go buy a ticket for that, and, and everybody in your family, and uh, and go do that instead of the uh, the Nutcracker this year. Maybe um, <laughs> last time we talked, it was such a pitiful time <laughs> because I'm talking to you guys. I'm cramped in my house. Mm-hmm. remotely you guys are cramped in your space together and you can't get out and you can't play your music for people uh everything in the world is shut down and i've talked to a lot of, of different musicians about this it was a very difficult time to not be able to you know to ply your trade how does it feel now have you have you felt uh you know a fresh breath of air being able to go out and connect with people again and, and have they have they proven themselves to be hungry for for the entertainment yeah, I mean, I I personally feel still feel, I, I was a little bit I was wondering how long it would last the feeling of playing after you know after so long of not playing, I was wondering if it, if it, I would start taking it for granted pretty quickly, but I, I it hasn't worn off yet. It still feels, I feel I still feel very gracious and you know maybe more so. I've always felt gracious to do what we do, but um, gracious, uh, grateful, I felt grateful. That's the right word. And he's gracious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it still feels great, and, and the audience definitely still feels appreciative. You know, um, maybe a little bit more so. But I don't know. We've always had great crowds. One thing that's interesting, I think that maybe some people that that come to you later uh, might see your performances and think, "Wow, they're just like what my parents used to watch on PBS in the 1970s, the oh. Austin City Limits, and those things." Those guys are really nailed in that vibe, and they're doing it, but. That's your life. You've been doing that since you were kids, haven't you? You've been playing folk festivals and and being uh, itinerant musicians like day after day throughout your entire lives, right? Yeah, we, yeah. we grew up in Southern California, like just two hours south of here, uh, in Vista, and would play local bluegrass festivals around the Southwest, Greater Southwest, and um, and. Sean and I, uh, our siblings, and our, our bandmate, Chris Thiele, we grew up playing in Nickel Creek. And when Nickel Creek was touring super intensely, three weeks on, one week off, year-round for, like, two years, um, that's, in, when, in we, 2001, that's when we started doing Family Hour in that one week off. And it was a break from our, from our day job. And it was an opportunity to, like, just mess around on songs that we like to uh, sing. And in, in I, I, we noticed that in the pandemic, when we ended up doing a live stream, like everyone else on Patreon, like everyone else, um, that it kind of came back to that, the, 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 the service that it had in our lives at the beginning of just like this chance to play songs that we liked with 
a couple couple friends and what a you know a privilege that is and um and it was really the only time that we would see these people and uh our musician friends who we would often see very often you know so it it, it became this way to like reconnect with people and in in a way that we had totally taken for granted and um and it was a real full circle kind of sentiment i think and that led into the 20th anniversary when we were finally able to really come together with a bunch of these musicians who we've known for so long um and uh and like celebrate the the various eras of the family yeah. hour yeah. like era is a big word big word for it but over the 20 years we've done it's it's morphed like it started as like sean and me and my friend our friend gabe butcher playing fiddle and then you know whoever's in town for like three or four months at a time will kind of get a thing going and then it'll it'll move and change and develop and yeah um and that's part of why I think what's led to the longevity of it is it it's always changing and there are people move to town, people move out of town and it's this evolving kind of feels like a living organism kind of, yeah. that we get to just kind of go along on the ride with. And it makes it so much more sweet when you get the reunions with those people yeah. when they come back around and then totally. they're old, So Yeah. And we were able to record in the, the Pet Sounds room at East West Studio. Oh, wow. Um, uh, three. And, and with you know, a bunch of these musician friends for the first time in in ages. And our friend Tyler Chester co-producing it with us, with, with David Boucher engineering. And it just felt like the most, um, it, it was it was like our Los Angeles community in like the most legendary <laughs> studio that we could think of uh, and get into <laughs> uh, for a few days to, to record these songs that we all pretty much knew just from playing them over the years and yeah. and you know kind of like <clears throat> Sean and I had a, a basic plan for the arrangements and then there's room for development and you kind of tweak it figure out what it wants to be that in that moment and then try and get a couple of good passes and move on to the next track and yeah. yeah we did the whole we did most of it all but two songs in in three days there at East West and then, wow. um, so yeah when, when you when you're working at a pace like that three songs a day um, it you know you can't really get too precious with stuff and yeah. but these guys all you know these musicians that we have playing with us are so good yeah, they're you, our, don't, you don't need many takes heroes, right? they're all our heroes right. they're our heroes and like you know they're not going to be the ones slowing it down they're the ones <laughs> they're the ones that are like yeah i mean you it's have to us. it's first second third take are really good everyone you know you do one take people listen back they kind of adjust and then like two and three are like great that's Perfection, generally yeah. how it is and then we regroup and you know go to the next song I buried the lead. The album is fantastic. Congratulations Thank you. on it. Uh, it's called Volume 2. Get it wherever you get records. Uh, and it's available now. It just came out this last week as we're recording this, so it's definitely available as you watch this. Um, and listen for uh, Hypnotized on 88.5. By the way, you killed that. And Thanks. your vocals Thank have you. never been better on that. Thank you. Uh, really, really wonderful. And don't forget to go get your tickets for the Christmas show That's December right. 3rd yeah. at uh, the Soraya uh, we'd love to see you out there. And in the meantime, go out uh, once a month and see them at Largo. Uh, thank you so much for being generous with your time. I'm going to give you guys a break. We're going to go downstairs and we're going to have a, a performance. Uh, but good to see you again. Great I always enjoy talking to you. As always. To you. All right. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. This is 88.5 FM, a SoCal Sound Session with the Watkins Family Hour.